0: Hello everybody, welcome to Amen, where we have the power of Ghana and anime on our sides. My name is Greg, today I'm joined by Nick, and we are on our fourth week of anime movies. Third week of anime movies, fifth week in total, something like that. Uh, and today we're looking at another classic anime movie. Uh, we're going to be talking about Ghost in the Shell. Now, there's a lot of different ghosts in the Shells. There's... The original 1995 version, which we're going to be talking about, there's the live action one. There is, I think, a sequel. Oh, there's actually two sequels. Um, there's a manga. There's a TV show. There's a Netflix adaptation. I think there's another movie also. It's, this is a big, this is a big movie franchise. Big franchise. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, we're going to see, we're going to discuss if we think that that is warranted or not. Now, I, I'll i admit, I watched this a few days ago, and I've gotten a few of the finer details. Uh, I did write some notes, but to start off, um, I just want to say that this movie is not one of those really casual anime movies that you can watch. It's, it's not a movie that you kind of just put on in the background, that... Maybe something like uh, Summer Wars would be, or something like the girl who left the time. like you could kind of half pay attention to it and get what's going on. Ghost in the Shell is a very heady type of movie. do you mm-hmm. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, you do not want to put this in like the back. I mean, you can. in my opinion, this one is more like action with a lot of like existential questions. Um, so a lot of parts is just like seeing what's going on, but at the same time, understanding what the characters are going through, um, through dialogue. It's pretty fast paced, in my opinion. Um, with in terms of like the action, but in terms of the plot, it's pretty slow. Interesting. But I could understand that you know, people. People shouldn't be putting this in the background. There's a lot of... Um, kids Kids should not be watching this at an you know, early age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
0: a lot, <laughs> yeah. Of, a lot of nakey woman in this one.
1: Yeah, nakey woman, as Greg said. it. Um,
0: yeah, and also another thing. I don't think this is too important, but I watched it subbed and Nick watched it dubbed. I don't know if that really changes our experiences, but do you like it dubbed?
1: The reason why I watched it dubbed was so that like, I could half pay attention, but at the same time, like, pay attention to what's going on. And I thought that it was good for, like, dubbed, especially for that time. Um, there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, I think some of the voice actors could have been placed better or, like, they could have better voice actors at some points. But overall, the main character and, like, the, the supporting characters were really good. Okay. and yeah nothing was that wrong about it you get the same music you get everything else except just you know different voices
0: okay yeah i just wanted to i just wanted to know because as we all know sometimes dubbed can be a little janky but this one's fine then that's good okay so like i said earlier uh, i would describe this movie as a two layers deep type of movie uh mm-hmm. and the reason why i say that is because there's the main plot which Um, essentially the main plot is like, we have our main character, Makoto, who is essentially a cyborg. Um, and this is set in a very, uh, cyberpunk world where a lot of people have a lot of artificial parts. You can like store your memory outside of your body, all that kind of stuff. And essentially Makoto is in this like secret government organization that, I, mean, I don't... I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know exactly what they do, but they're essentially She's trying... It's like
1: a police force, yeah. in my opinion, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're, they're trying to do something. Uh, and they're, like, pretty covert about it. They have some, like, special mm-hmm. uh, weapons, all that kind of stuff. And essentially, there's this dude called the Puppet Master who's been running around, um, and they're trying to catch him. And uh, that's that's essentially the, the greater plot. They're trying to catch this dude called the Puppet Master. Um, and then as they continue to go on the hunt Uh, more and more things happen and that is I think very surface level what's going on and then I think that there's another level below that that goes into a lot more like thematic things these this is where you get a lot of like the big questions that the movie tries to ask which we'll go into a little bit more and then personally I think that there's one more layer under that That I don't understand yet. Like, this is... I don't know. This is a movie where I feel like I just don't fully understand everything that they're trying to say. Like, I feel like I get, like, 70% of what they're trying to say. But then there's, like, a 30% where I think I would have to sit down, maybe watch it again. Watch it, like, more in depth, now that I know everything, to really be able to understand.
1: Um, Mm. No, I agree. I think I had to watch more, like, analysis videos just to understand, like... The more intricacies of it um because i think when we later talk about like the puppet master like he says he, he spews out a lot of things as well as our main character Modoko. yeah like they i don't know in the dub they just called her um Nusanagi. that was like her main what name the heck? <laughs> okay i that's... mean it's new nu- it's like her first name uh you're saying from her last name i think right
0: kusanagi okay yeah yeah um or it could
1: be like i could be mixing it up makoto is just easier (laughs) for me
0: to say um yeah but actually okay so i had this problem where i had no idea what was going on in like the first third of the movie okay
1: Um, no i wrote that down actually
0: yeah, I just like because things were happening, right? I think um, in the first scenes of the movie, there's like a chase scene and there's a fight scene, and then they go like raid some dude's house. There's like an assassination that happens, and then after that, I'm like,
1: who, the, like What's who are all you? who are all these people? <laughs> like who are, who what are, are they, you? <laughs> what are they trying to do here? Yeah, no. Um, yeah. When I was watching, I counted. I was like, I looked at like um how many minutes we were in. I was like. 25-30 minutes in and I don't know what's going on still like there was no real goal that was placed and I think around the 30 minute mark is when they talk about like the puppet master um, because in the beginning it's just like cool chase scenes um, exposition with um, what are ghosts and like what are AI uh, what are shells and I guess we can explain who are ghosts Mm-hmm. And what are shells? Because yeah. so ghosts are essentially souls within, um, for like AI or like for us, I guess. Are we like, yeah. do we have, yeah, so, ghosts? so I think, <laughs> like, yeah, essentially what, okay, yeah, let's just
0: go on. Yeah, that's that's all that we're going to really talk about for the plot because it yeah. gets kind of trippy. Um, yeah, you just learn more. It's really hard to not, I think, talk about the plot because the plot changes a lot. Like, initially, like, okay, they're trying to do X thing. And then something happens, and then they change so that they're going to do another thing, and so it it's a kind of changing plot, which is pretty interesting, I think. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that's about all we're gonna say for that. Let's uh, yeah, let's talk more okay, into we're gonna... more details, more details about um, right. the movie. I think we can even just start talking about more thematic things, and as we're talking about that, we'll talk about characters. Um, I mm-hmm. think okay, so I think what their their whole idea is, yeah. I think the ghost is just like the soul, and then the shell is like the body. Uh, because, uh, in this world, like I said, people are changing out like a lot of parts to like mechanical ones. So people are becoming less and less human necessarily, and they're mm -hmm. becoming more robotic. They're becoming like essentially cyborgs. And so the, so, and like some people have their like brains outside their body, I think. And you can do you can do all, like a whole bunch of stuff with it. Like you can like implant memories, you can like take out memories and all that kind of stuff. And I think that the ghost is essentially what they call like
1: the human soul. hmm Except yeah, tra- so I yeah. just Yeah. I just didn't under like at points, I didn't understand who was like human. Or is like just everybody like part cyborg um because that was like interesting Mm -hmm. to think about because like as like you'll see like at one section like one guy starts typing on the keyboard and then he has like so many fingers come out and he just starts typing like what's going on um as well as like yeah you like just random people you just find out are like are ghosts like ghosts within shells, and that's like mm-hmm. the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> hence it's like the title. pretty interesting. Yeah. Hence the title. Like, um, I think even for the AI, um, or the, the garbage truck driver, he was an interesting case because he talks about like his life with the guy he's like driving with. He's like, yeah, my my wife, my kid, and you know, um, she kicked me out. Sad story. And then we find out later that like his memories like tampered with, and it's like oh so like these people that we thought were real were actually like AIs or they were cyborgs or they had shell or they had ghosts um, within them that could be tampered with, and they were like oh yeah you're living a simulation, so everything that you thought happened never happened which is like kind of wild. Simulation theory, bro. Yeah, we're all living in a simulation. Yeah. And, Go check yourself.
0: And the I think the the reason why one or one of the big reasons why they talk about this and this is like a major theme in the series is they want to ask the question what makes you human. Mm-hmm. Right? Because because they they because they use the word ghost instead of something like soul. I think if you think of soul, it's like a it's a very human term. Like humans have souls in a in a sense, and so they change that to the word ghost. And I think, um, it they do this because, um, essentially, what you t- should I talk about? Should I talk about the puppet master? I think we have to, right?
1: Yeah, we have to.
0: Yeah. Um. So what you learn is that the puppet master is uh, an AI, essentially, and he like has some weird. He he like inhabits another. Um, cyborg android body similar to makoto and um yeah the movie tries to ask what is uh what does it mean to be human because obviously you're stuck with makoto for a large portion of it and uh you get to understand how makoto thinks and all that kind of stuff and she she herself thinks about some of these existential questions like am i human like are you like what really makes us um a person because she knows her that she is like 0% human. Most people are like a certain percent human. Mm-hmm. And then near the end I think what the the puppet master essentially says is like you you are like your memories. I think I think a big part of what people think say is like what makes you human is like your memories. Well, we already know that your memories can be tampered with in this world. And so that's obviously not the only indication of what what a human is. Like these uh, cyborgs have ghosts, which are very similar to human souls. So that's not it. And then what the robot wants to say is like, oh, it's about it's about procreation and death. Uh, life and death is mm. what makes you human. It's like what makes you a living thing. And I think I think it's really interesting. What do you think about that concept?
1: Yeah, I think. The AI was also, or like the Puppet Master was also talking about like even if you clone yourself is not the same thing as like pre- reproducing or like um like make creating something new because how did it go like with um with cloning it was hmm do you remember that part for cloning or no um
0: like what he said was not like why he said cloning wasn't like reproduction or something like that
1: yeah he was he said something like
0: um yeah if you like a single virus can wipe out all the clones because there's no yeah like change in genetic material yeah he talks about like dna as being like memory or like life coded in whatever and that like essentially code is the dna equivalent for
1: machines yeah so i thought that was really interesting that um that he will say something like that. And I don't know, I feel like Yeah, I don't really Other than that, it was just nothing really like came out to me for like the existential questions. Because I feel like um Modoko, she had more of like, oh, how much um am I as like authentic? Or like even for other people that were changing themselves, like, um, the people that used to be like 100% human are now like you know maybe 50% human um how much are they of them are authentic like like are they are they still like 100% human or are they like now 50% cyborg and 50% human like what does it mean to be human anymore right and i think that comes with even our time right now where we're constantly connected to our phones um We have GPS telling us where to go. We have, um, I don't know, we're, we're going into augmented realities, all these other things. And I thought it was pretty interesting that the time that they're placed in is, like, 2029, which is in the next, like, what, eight years? That's soon, bro. Yeah, so, and they, this was made in 1995. So we're already at, like, what 20 we're like at 30 years right now or not not 30 years close 30 years it's we're at like 26 years at the moment so we're getting we're getting to a place where we're being authentic is a hard thing to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I know that was pretty interesting but yeah. yeah what did you have
0: yeah like and that that's I think even more so the case when we have like, internet personas and all that kind of stuff the anonymity of the internet where you can just be whoever you want um yeah, it's it's a really interesting thing that i i doubt that they had they thought of something like the internet um when they were making this movie uh they were thinking yeah. more like in real life but it's interesting how the internet has now made this something that is um in a sense like makes a little bit more sense, um yeah, it's feasible, yeah,
1: yeah, because now people have like prosthetic arms, um they have hearing aids, there's other technology that can help people's like way of living, I don't know, maybe maybe some person has like made a machine where you can use your hands and just type really fast, like it's just <laughs> it's just really interesting how technology has. You know, come so far, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we come to a place where we rely on technology a lot for just saving lives. And I think something that uh, was mentioned, just like, oh, they're 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 cyborgs. So like, whatever they drink, like, if they drink alcohol, it'll go right through them. And you know, like, they can. Was it? They can break down all like the enzymes and yeah, everything they like, can, really like, quick.
0: Metabolize it really quickly.
1: Yeah, and so. Their health is controlled because of technology, and I feel like even now, like we have, we have that technology to make lots of pills to wear. Like we can, we can drink dairy. We have lactaid. <laughs> we have other like things. Like we can go out there, and if you have a gluten allergy, like you can eat gluten and like not die from it. Like. We're in a place where it's kind of like almost there. Mm-hmm. We're only eight years away from this actual like plate, um, this actual scenario from what they're what they thought. But it's really interesting because who would have thought like when they were making this like 1995, the movie slash when they made the manga, probably like around the 1990s, that you know they kind of hit. They kind of knew what to expect within the future, and we're like almost there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that goes along with the second major theme that I found uh, in this movie. And then we can talk about this and then related to some movies that we've uh, talked about before. But I think the second major point is that there, that yeah, technology is taking over nature essentially. Um, I think this is most poignantly shown. When in near the end of the movie, there's uh, Makoto is fighting this like tank thing, and uh, this thing they they find this museum I think, and there's this like massive world tree essentially uh, mm-hmm. on the wall, and there's a scene where the ro- where it shows essentially the robot like shooting up that tree and essentially like going straight up the middle, um, and I think that that's. And then there's a lot of different like shots of the city. There's like a weird montage where they just show where they just play music. And then they just show various shots of the city and there's like trash in the water. You can see like everything's like really run down and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's the movie is trying to say that um, technology is slowly. And of course, with the, like people changing out body parts for more for like robotic body parts. um Nature slowly losing out to technology. There might be like a little bit of an environmental type of theme to it. Um, it's pretty common in anime, honestly. I think mm-hmm.
1: that... Um, Princess Mononoke. Yeah, like well.
0: Miyazaki films, will talk about this a lot. And I think it is very similar to Akira, actually. I think this movie mm-hmm. has so many things that are very similar to Akira. Um, yeah, I agree like the even the soundtrack there's like mm-hmm. a there's like a song where it's just like people yelling and like shrill high pitched voices <laughs> very reminiscent of some of the songs that you can find in Akira um like it's a cyberpunk world also very very similar and so it's really hard to watch these two movies and not think that they're related somehow you know
1: I agree yeah. yeah, when you're talking about, like, the montage of clips, I was like, wow, they really have nice B-roll just, like, going <laughs> on. It's just different parts of the city that, like, you can see, and I'm just like, alright, like, nothing is really happening right now, yeah. but see, like, you know, the world that they live in. And I actually didn't notice, like, there was a lot of trash or anything. I, I guess I was just like, eh, nothing's going on right now. <laughs> um, but... It was pretty interesting. And I thought that, like, the music... It was, like, all instrumentals at the time. And you could just, like... I thought it was, like, pretty nice. I thought that the the woman... Like, the woman screaming, like, song was, like, a little weird. Yeah, but, yeah, that it, was, it was very was much Kira, Super weird. Like, that gave Kira <laughs> vibes. I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think going on from there, I think we should talk about... Um, how this movie really acts as a movie because, unless you, unless, is there anything else thematically you want to talk about?
1: I think, no, I think that's mostly where we want to go with. I think we can go to the next parts.
0: Yeah. And, okay. So, this movie has a lot of stills. Like, I think around. of this movie, nobody's moving. Like, there's nothing Mm -hmm. moving. It just, it's a, it's essentially a um, still screen. Maybe you can see people's mouths moving. Um, Sometimes I think this works. Like, there's a scene where you see uh, Makoto waking up in the morning. And it's, she's, like, in her, like, really dark bedroom. And then the only light that there is, is, like, a window uh, showing the outside. And she, like, walks out of the room for, like, a little bit. And it's just, it's just a still of the city. And then she comes back in. I think that that seems like really, really good. But then there are other scenes where I'm like, did you guys really just not have the budget to like do something else? Like, there are multiple elevator scenes where nobody moves and they're just talking.
1: I mean, I guess they're trying to save where they're trying to save, right?
0: Yeah. Like, that, that's what, yeah. That's what I thought. But it's, I don't know, sometimes it's not a good look.
1: Yeah, no, I think, like, for Akira, I thought, like, it was amazing animations. I think this was, like, a little step down. However, when there was action sequences, they put all their money into that. <laughs> like, one guy be running, like, watermelon be splashing everywhere. Yeah, um, That was, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I I think, like, also the B-roll also took a lot of time as well. So, this movie is only, like, an hour and 20 minutes and i think the b-roll and the and the still screens probably took like i would probably say like 10 minutes all together. like what do you think do you think it was longer it took it took, so, it took so long
0: um, uh, like if you add all of them together i like to me it felt like there's more stills than movement um that that's probably an exaggeration but it's like the the impact of stills feels longer than when you have things yeah. moving around
1: Not gonna lie, when I was watching this, I was like, hmm, this feels like I'm watching four episodes of an anime (laughs) (laughs) from, like, back in the days, and it just, that's it. Like, it didn't, to me, it didn't feel much like a movie. It felt like the first episode or, like, you know, like, the first four episodes of uh, anime and we're gonna get more. That's what it felt like.
0: I mean, the the ending is left, like, pretty open. Um, Mm -hmm. But in terms of, like, action sequences, I only really enjoyed two of them in the movie. Um, I don't know about you. Like, one, we talked, there's a, there's, a, there's a chase scene, essentially, where um, they're trying to find a guy who's, like, invisible and running through a crowded marketplace. I think that scene was really well done. Um, mm-hmm. Like, every everybody, like, the crowd was moving. Things are getting thrown around. People were getting pushed aside. Nobody had, like, the same face. Uh, it was really good. And then immediately after that, there's a fight scene where like on the water where now Makoto is invisible and the invisible dude is not invisible anymore. And I thought that scene was really, really good. Like she she does this like like roundhouse kick on him and there's this like little twirl of water that I think was the peak of the animation in this movie, um, which you really can't take away from it. Like it was really, really good.
1: Mm hmm. But yeah, it's pretty cool that like he she's legit just breaking this guy's like <laughs> bones <laughs> yeah. and like twisting everything and just like keeps throwing him around.
0: It's like that one you know that one scene in SpongeBob where like Patrick is like getting attacked by some invisible person? That's just what it reminded me of. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, yeah yeah i think i remember that scene it's pretty funny he was like no 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 stop 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 <laughs> and then and then things are getting hit on him and yeah. he's like putting getting like way back and forth and you're like yeah. who's he getting attacked
0: by <laughs> that's essentially how i felt during that scene
1: yeah but okay also every time the main character becomes invisible she's like technically like naked or yeah she has some sort of like I don't know, invisible suit where she has to be naked to wear it or something. I don't know, but they—I feel like this movie just really wanted to make the main character and like some of the AI just naked. For some reason, they just like even even the the guy running away—he had clothes on. He was yeah, invisible. he was
0: he was wearing an invisibility well, cloak.
1: <laughs> Why does our main girl have to have like no clothes? When I mean, she's, it makes like, sense because she's.
0: Fight? she's a cyborg and so that's her, it's like, like skin. implanted yeah. in her
1: body i guess yeah they should um help you know have her have decency because <laughs> <you know. laughs> um but yeah I-, I thought it was pretty interesting because even like one of the supporting supporting roles um i think his name is like batu Bat-o. batu yeah Bato. or Bato, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's basically a guy. I don't... Does he have eyes? I think like, those are robotic, yeah. Yeah, like, he has, like, robotic eyes or something. He's somewhat human, mostly cyborg also. Um, but he, like, even he has, like, some decency. And just, like, every time he sees her, like, in the nakey form, he, like, covers her up. Or, like, when she's, like, taking off, like, her, like... She went for a swim, a swim, and she takes off her swimsuit. He's just like, oh, I gotta look away now. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. just good like, guy. there's he has. My man has decency. He, I think he was probably like one of my more memorable roles within like the movie. It was nice. There I may be like around. three memorable roles in the movie. Yeah, it's definitely true.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like how you brought up the swimming scene because I wanted to also talk about that. I think that scene also had really good. Um uh animation like when she's in the water and looking up i think that that was also mm-hmm. a very important scene thematically because she talks about later how she's like i don't know she's like only looking at a reflection of herself or something like that i don't know it's it, it gets referenced um later on and i think that that mm-hmm. like that's a scene where i think it's really important and i understand like maybe one level of it but there's like another level that i'd have to watch and analyze more to be able to get but I think that mm-hmm. was also, like, a good scene.
1: There are a yeah, lot of, I think like, I would need to. There are a lot yeah. of
0: good individual scenes in this movie.
1: Yeah, I think, th- like, she has, like, a huge monologue, like, at the boat. Just talking about, like, what is real, what's authentic. Like, my memories are what keeps me, like, is what keeps me unique or, like, authentic. And, yeah, there's, I think that was really good. I think the chase scene was really good. And I guess, like, the even the final scenes uh, was really good. I was just like, what are they going to do within the next, like, 20 minutes? Because, like, within the hour, like, you only get so much buildup. And then just like, all right, like, this, like, the Puppet Master is now, like, in possession of the government. But somehow the government sucks at protecting what they have. And, like, um, will a terrorist take the, the Puppet Master away? And now we're at a scene where. Wait, why does she want to connect with the puppet master? I didn't understand that why part. Why would she where, like... want to
0: connect with him? Yeah. Um. Because I think she, because her main character thing is that she is definitely uncertain about her being a real, like, entity, like a real, like, yeah. life, essentially. And so I think what the what the puppet master offered was a way to be like to to more concretely say you are actually alive and you are
1: like living you're not just an ai Ah, so it's just basically she took from the the garden (laughs) and gained knowledge Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah
0: oh important that you say that this you, you you saw that there's a bible quote right
1: yeah yeah like I didn't it was during the boat scene. She like talked. Oh wait, no. What? No, at the very it's end. It's at the end. Yeah, it's the very end. Is like I am not the like when I was a child. I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. But um, as I grow older, like how was it like? I as I grow older,
0: put like childish things behind me, all that kind of stuff. First Corinthians yeah. thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting to see that they chose to put this in. Um, like, why they chose to do it, I'm not entirely sure. But essentially, uh, it's verses First Corinthians 13 verses 11 to 12, like 11 and 12. Um, yeah, like this is where they say, like, for now we see only uh a reflection in the mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Obviously, this they. Do not talk about this verse in context. <laughs> they're not talking about God, but they're talking about, I think, their own like humanity. Um, I think I don't know. Like there, there's more layers to this that I don't necessarily understand.
1: Yeah, it was it was interesting. Oh, I I just looked it up. Um, the Bible quote is like, um, or, like it says like what we see now is. Like a dim image in a mirror, then we see, then we shall see face to face. And then at the end of the movie, it says, When I was a child, my speech, feelings, and thinking were all those of a child. Now that I am a man, I am no more used for childish ways, which is like pretty interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, I think it's always so interesting when they put Bible quotes in like manga or anime because like especially when they're not using it to make fun of the bible or make fun of christianity because i think that a lot of times we will see bible quotes there but it's only to like poke fun at like oh this is like what a stupid thing to think but when when an anime or a manga takes it seriously it's more interesting um obviously here they're taking it out of context but still like uh it's it makes me wonder what. The author and like what the director were thinking when they chose to put this in, and what that Bible quote means to them.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, and it also said that like she kind of re- referenced herself as a man. So I guess like what we, everything that we said about like her and she and everything like the pronouns. <laughs> yeah, we we don't actually know because it's kind of like an it. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, because she references herself as a man within that quote. And I think a lot of times, like, she doesn't see, like, her gender as anything. Because, like, when she's, like, with the um, Bato, she, she's just like, whatever. Like, I could be naked and, like, it's fine. I don't have decency. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just an
0: interesting, very interesting movie that um okay let's actually talk about this now um do you have anything else that you want to go over for this movie
1: do you want to talk about like the final scene where like she's attacking the tank where she goes where she gets huge no, she, <laughs> she hulks out dude she becomes super out. swole and dude, we're I, like what the heck I wrote a
0: note I wrote a note when I was watching it I, I wrote she's dummy <laughs> thick <laughs> and I wrote also what a dumb thing to do
1: <laughs> yeah I was like what was she she was trying to open the hatchet right and yeah, she's opened she the, just broke it, her she just broke her arm and then like legs, like her legs like what, what was she thinking and I feel like you should have just turned it she didn't have to like pull it <laughs>
0: yeah I mean it's like one of those like <laughs> prescription bottles you have to you gotta, you gotta push it first and then you turn yeah. it like...
1: <laughs> yeah it was yeah so it was, just, it was funny um, but yeah, I was like, oh, she she's, like, hulking out. Uh, I liked how, like, Bato came to the rescue at the very end, just to, like, save her. And, um, and now she's, like, in a little tiny body. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bato likes them wallies, dude. Yo, legit. She, it was, like, it was the only, uh... Oh, yeah, 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 It was yeah, the sure. only... Thing I could find in the black market. True, mm-hmm, Bato. We get okay. it. We we know you want it. You know you want it, Alali. <laughs> okay, Bato. Yeah,
0: is it that? That seems like kind of funny. I don't think it's intentionally meant to be funny, but it is kind of funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, huh. I wonder if she's like gonna make it. Like, how are they gonna? Because like I feel like the, I feel like the government would have taken her body, but it seems like Bato just. Like got his arm fixed, took her away and just hid her or something. Yeah. So that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Anything else you wanna talk about?
1: Um, uh, no, I think everything we've said has been said so far. Alright. So let's talk about
0: ratings. Would you recommend it? Let
1: me think. I feel like I feel like I didn't have to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> in my personal um, opinion. I think that I wouldn't say I would recommend it to people, but I would say that if you like Cyberpunk, if you liked Akira, I think Akira I would recommend. I think this one is like if you liked Akira, go ahead. But it's not like something I would like tell people like, hey, like preaching to the choir, telling like people about like this movie, like hey, watch this. I think that I'll probably give this maybe like, I think a seven. It was, it wasn't like, it wasn't like phenomenal. Maybe I need to watch it more to have like a better appreciation for like the art and for the, for the meaning of everything. But from just a one time viewing, I feel like nothing really like caught my eye or like made me want to like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna like, keep on watching it or like, wow, this was like something that I could recommend to others. So, what do you think? Interesting. I
0: think i give this movie an 8. I think this movie does a lot really, really well. Um, I think that this is if you are, if you want to watch a movie that'll get you thinking. I think this is a movie for you to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that. It's yeah, it has so many layered, um, themes to it. It has, um, a few pretty good, uh, animation scenes. Of course with that comes, um, some not very good things. I think that if you want, if you really want to watch it and you really want to get the best experience, you have to watch it at least twice mm-hmm. or watch some like, yeah, analysis stuff of it. Um. I don't think this is definitely not a movie for everyone. If you're looking for a casual movie, skip this one. Like you really do not want to watch it. Um but if you yeah, if you're looking for a meaty movie, I think
1: this is yeah. one for you. Meaty. yeah Yeah, meaty meaty Um, meaty movie it's a very nudie movie (laughs) i think that
0: yeah once again if you like cyberpunk if you want to see i think this is a pretty important movie in anime history Mm -hmm. i think if you want to learn more about what like the history of anime i think you should watch this um but yeah it's good it's definitely not for everybody um I feel i I would be down to watch this another time, um but yeah, I think that that's generally how I feel about this one, and no, yeah. we're not gonna watch any of the sequels.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch the other sequels yeah. yet, but if people are down, I might actually watch it, okay, but well, just we'll see if you if you want more of us, just tell us <laughs>
0: yeah, I. I'd rather watch other things for now because there's like, yeah, like I said, there's two, there's three other movies that have spawned out of this. There is, okay, there's one, there's two alternatives. There's a sequel. There's a live action. There's a Netflix series that it's like Omega garbage. There's also an alternative TV series. And so there's a lot here. If you want to hear more, I guess we could do it. Um, I'm less excited to do this one than to watch God's Not Dead 2 and 3, uh, to be (laughs) completely honest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you want us to watch more, let us know.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. That's it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are Amen. With the power of God and anime on our sides, we hope to see you next time. Peace. Amen. Amen.